You're listening to Women Making Waves. Andrea Cockerton has just been named as one of the 50 new radicals by Nesta in conjunction with The Observer. Andrea founded and runs the music group We Are Sound, as well as a charitable arm of the project. The music you will hear in the interview is called The Fall, composed by Andrea and recorded by We Are Sound for a new UK independent movie called Magpie. Women Making Waves contributor Alex Elbro met up with Andrea to ask her about the musical projects that she's involved with. We Are Sound started in 2010. The kind of stuff we sing, it's emotional to achieve something extraordinary that people wouldn't normally achieve. With all these things, I just have, I have a picture in my head and I will not let it go. Every two years, Nesta, in collaboration with The Observer, pick 50 new radicals that bring about positive social change through the projects they're working on. And I'm delighted to say I'm here with Andrea Cockerton, the founder of We Are Sound, DeSoco and the House of Cambridge, who has recently made it onto that list. Hello, Andrea. How does it feel to be a new radical? (laughs) Well, to be honest, I've been really blown away. It was a real surprise and they contacted me and and said that they were considering for me for this list and I thought I wouldn't hear any more. And then to finally, to make it onto the the list and be in the Observer and online so much, it's, it's, it's been amazing. And... You know the other people on that list. It's it's just incredible what these what these guys are up to. I feel pretty humbled to be included, really. Well, they clearly thought the work that you do and the projects you're involved with are worthy. Because I was reading the article; it was in the Observer, and I think it's on the Nesta website. All the people that have mm-hmm. made it onto that list. It's only done every two years, which is also interesting. Mm. So there must be a lot of competition. But it did strike me, as I mentioned before, that every different project is so different, and each one you read, you think. Oh, wow. Why hasn't anyone thought of that before? What a great idea. And each person that's driving that is full of passion and enthusiasm. I think when you're doing something new, you've, you've got to have that resilience because often things go wrong and it, you know, it's, it's never a, a sort of straight line. It's never plain sailing. There's, there are always things that are thrown at you when you've started a new business or project that would, would make it easy to go, actually, I just can't, can't do this. So I think that... Yeah, go back to my day job, as yeah, it were. Yeah, I think you're right that looking at the people in that list, they've all got that, that incredible commitment they won't give up so going back because how long have you been running we are sound now so we are sound started in 2010 it's gone through a couple of different names but that's uh, when the first rehearsal ran in october 2010 the idea and it's i think it's something that links the three businesses that i, that I run is basically to to achieve something extraordinary that people wouldn't normally achieve so We Are Sound is basically a big musical collective. It's um, a choir of 120 or so singers with a band of instrumentalists around them. And why is that new? Well, in, in 2010, I was looking around and there were either the, the kind of formal choirs, which, was, which were incidentally my background, or there were community choirs that were singing maybe in village halls and maybe not that challenging. And then there were bands that were having all the fun on stage. And I, and I kind of thought, well, isn't there something that can mix the intelligence, if you like, of choral music with the accessibility of community music making, but at a pro level that feels like being in a gig. And that is really what We Are Sound does. And I've often kind of compared it to the London Marathon, that there are lots of people in the group that can't read music, that are being stretched way beyond what they would have thought they could do. And the same for people that can read music in a group. They're being asked to go off piste and improvise. And that is scary if you're a trained musician. So at the end of these big gigs or small gigs, but sort of intense experiences that we do, people have come out 
achieving something that they wouldn't necessarily have done unless they'd been involved. And that kind of euphoria and that achievement and that sense of giving you a memory you're just never going to forget, that's kind of what drives me. And I think it's it's really important for mental health too. I mean, there's been lots of research coming out more and more now about how singing and singing in a group can give you great self-esteem and yeah. help you with any uh, mental health issues that you're having. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of research on that. And I think that's, and we, we see that in, in this group. I think perhaps where we're slightly different is that in some ways, if you, if you think about, about a sports team, that kind of adrenaline that you get when you're competing, we don't compete, but the, the kind of shared adrenaline we get when we do our gigs is different. I've never experienced that in, in 30-odd years of music making, apart from in this. And I think that binds our singers in a, di- in a different way. I think singing together also, you open up to people, don't you? Because, I mean, people are always saying to you, oh... I can't sing, but everybody can sing. Yeah. And uh, so I think bearing your soul, I think, probably does help, I wonder. Yeah, and the the kind of music that that we cover, it's very broad. It's probably kind of indie music would be the best way to describe it. And I work really hard to try and find music that gives all sorts of emotions, basically. So the, the kind of stuff we sing, it's emotional. As you say, you do open up when you're singing that kind of music and... When you do that with other people, you know, there are all these kind of spine tingling moments where the hair's on your arms and you know, they're all, everything's sort of standing up and, it's, and you can feel that moment. And, and that's whether it's in a rehearsal or a gig, actually. And those are really special. And, and that's a shared experience. And that's really special. How many people do you reckon there has been through the choir? I know there's 120. Mm. Can you m- make any estimate of how many people you may have made a difference to in those? Oh, it's <laughs> a nice question. I think probably around 200, 220. Yeah, yeah. I think we've still got some members that sang in the very first ever gig, mm, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. I believe there's not much turnover because people are, once they're in, they're in. And, yeah, you're, and either, a... you're either in or it's or it's a bit too much because the commitment yes. can, can be quite yes, full on. And yeah. when it gets towards a a gig it's I'm a, I'm a bit pushy <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with pushy <laughs> perhaps but 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 it's an extra commitment isn't it, on top of people's normal yeah. lives so yeah and it should be fun and yeah so and it we, is fun it is yeah and we, we've just taken a step in the last sort of six months or so of going off book and this was because we did a run of gigs totally in the dark where the audience were in the dark with sleep masks on and the singers were around them also in the dark and oh I mean the it's hard work for everybody, me included, to make sure that that's going to work because I can't give any signals to the singers and we're all trusting each other. But the, I mean, the difference in singing and listening to music when there's no other kind of input into your head, it, it, it's just a totally different level. I believe that was a completely different experience to any of the big sort of loud yeah. and, and burly gigs, as it were, <laughs> that We Are Sound have done before. Uh-huh. But the feedback from the audience was different as well. It was completely different. So we had so much feedback. 
And it was along the lines of, that's the best musical experience I've ever had. I'm going to take that with me to the grave. Uh, I was in tears throughout. People were really moved. Yeah, and, so and, it and, made a real emotional connection then. Yeah. Not just for the singers, but for the audience too. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't know what music was being performed to them un- until they left. And for the most of these inner dark performances, we were in, in the round church. So it was really small. You can get about 40 people in that building. Well, actually, as the audience. And then there were 60 of us around singing. And... The kind of set list was there was a little bit of Kate Bush. I mean, actually, the running up that hill by Kate Bush, it's, it's just spine tingling just thinking about it. And when you get 60 people doing a cover of that with just a piano around you in the dark, you're going to feel different things to driving along and having a radio on and sort of checking your phone at the same time. It's, it's, a, it's a totally different mm-hmm. thing. And I believe that was only supposed to be a couple of days of gigs. Is that right? It was meant to be one day oh, okay. with four performances and it ended up being... 19 performances well, not on the same day thank goodness um, but we, we had to just keep setting up the dates and in the end we had to move to a venue that was about 10 times the size to, to do the last couple of performances before we needed a bit of a and break and that was Ely it. Cathedral it was Lady a, Chapel at Ely yeah Cathedral. the Lady Chapel uh, and that you know that poses a challenge the acoustic there is big and we were all singing, so the 120 people singing with around 300 people in the audience. So it's a totally different beast. I want people to experience something extraordinary. And that's from, you know, from the round church to the, to the lady chapel. That, that's what I'm trying to, to, to create and, and experience also myself, I guess. And how does DeSoco fit in with We Are Sound? So when we first set up, when I, I guess, first set up We Are, we Are Sound, I wanted to support local charities as well as do these so we gave a, a proportion of profits to a number of charities, Cystic Fibrosis, Blue Smile and Copperfield, which was a breast cancer charity. I think that's a fantastic name. And then I I was kind of thinking, well, actually, it would make more sense if we could support music-related charities. And I had a look around, and there are some massive ones that have got loads of funding. Uh, Nordorf Robbins is, is, um, is, is pretty well, well known. And I kind of thought, well is there need somewhere and I happened to know a music therapist and I didn't know much about music therapy at that point but I was learning about it and learnt that lots of the funding was being cut in schools and it was quite difficult unless you had money to get music therapy sessions for anybody that might need it privately so I thought well let's set up our own kind of charitable enterprise so Tosoka was born and that initially we were called the Dowsing Sound Collective so the DO from Dowsing the SO from Sound and the CO from Collective made Tosoka and what, what a lovely kind of name that is basically the premise is that if we make profits that we are sound gigs which we don't always do to be fair but when we do we put a chunk of those profits into a pot into the DeSoco pot and the DeSoco team which is now run by a number of volunteers we also do our own bits of fundraising and people often donate privately and we've got some bigger donors that give us um, some substantial amounts of money so all of that pot we then search for local projects across Cambridgeshire that are doing good with music and sound. So the the kind of line is unlocking worlds through sound and music. So trying to find people in need and people creating new projects that can meet those needs using music and sound. So it's giving positive social change, if you like, because the, the We Are Sound yeah. giving benefits singers and they are in turn benefiting That's, other projects. Yeah. So And so it goes on. So yeah, it just felt like it was completing a circle for me and it still does. And we've given out through DeSoco now around £18,000 to over 30 projects. And that's, you know, from a standing start, that's that's a really big achievement. And those projects, it's, it's helped fund choirs for people with dementia, music therapy sessions for children with behavioural or emotional needs, 
um, technology support for programmes working with teenagers to keep them off the streets, um, instruments for people with illnesses where, for example, a sax for a child with cystic fibrosis, so the sax will help breathing improvement, and on and on and on. And, you know, you read all the applications coming in. It's quite difficult, to be honest, to choose which we're able to support, but mm. we, we can't support everything, so we, we do have a, a careful It's a process. match funding thing, isn't it, as well? Yeah. So they have to be a project that... Yep. That, that can sustain itself yep. as well. It's got to be so a new project. It's got yep. to be in Cambridgeshire and we can support 50% of the costs. And we've got a team of people that assess all the applications. So it's done really fairly. And uh, then we pick pick what we're able to, given the money we've got per round, which is generally somewhere between three and four and a half thousand pounds per, per round. Um, and, and we are uh, just delighted that I think quite soon we're going to hit our 20,000 pounds as in, as in the amount that we've given out, and that's going to be a proud moment. I think we should pop open a couple of bottles of bubbly. Oh, that then sounds a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, with all these things, I just have I have a picture in my head, and I will not let it go. And sometimes that's t- that can be quite painful because you know they don't always work, but you can't let it go. And going no. back to that new radicals thing, I think it's like a sort of a dog a dog with a bone. You know, what, and once you've got the bit between your teeth, you hang on because you can you can see what it is you're trying to trying to create. Actually, that's a very important point. That, that's that's what it comes down to, isn't it? You have your vision and you just got to work out how to get there yeah. and bring everybody along with you yeah. at the same time. On a bonkers journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're a very worthy um, winner. Thank and you, so Alex. I want to say congratulations on um, becoming one of the 50 new radicals. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing all the exciting things that that's going to bring. And can you Thank give you. us the contact details? Yeah, on absolutely. So the, the main website, I guess, um, to look at is We Are Sound and it's we-r-sound.com. So we-r-sound.com. And the Nesta website, I think, is nesta.org.uk. And they really do amazing things supporting innovation across science, technology and the arts. It's not, it's not just yeah, one thing. Yeah, they're a very big overarching... Yeah, they're cool. They do good yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Andrew Cockerton, and good luck with it all. Thank you, Alex. I love that interview. She sounds amazing. I love the whole concept as well of We Are Sound. You don't actually audition to join it, but you are expected to sing. Now, one question I would love to have asked Andrea if I'd been around because I'm so nosy is what do you do with those that just can't sing? I know you're nosy. That's definitely... I am very nosy. We need to send you in there to be a fly on the wall. That's what we need to do. Yes, go in and drone because I can't really sing and see what happens. But you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you are absolutely right, though, about the singing and having the confidence. You, um, loads of people say when they say about maths, I'm no good at maths, I'm no good at singing. But you don't know until you try, do you? I know. And I think if you're part of a collective, and this isn't a normal choir, that's what they, they talk about this on their website as well. I think Andrea mentioned that. It's, just, it's not really a normal choir, it's more of a gig. Mm. So it's the, the, what they say in the website is, we're looking for mavericks. Yeah, you know. that's the thing I got out of And that was really inspiring because I don't think I've ever seen a choir sort of want to promote that maverick, as you say, gig moment. And yeah. that's what inspires the people actually in the choir to make sure they're doing something a bit different. Yes. No, it, it sounds great. I think choirs these days are a bit different, actually. There's quite a few choirs that have sprung up that are not just people standing in rows. Do you think the likes of Gareth Malone was really the game changer when it came to choirs? I do wonder. I think Mm. that made people question the way that things were done. Yes. Mm. He was young. Usually you get conductors are a little bit older. I'd like to see more women doing conducting, but he was a real 
inspiration, I think, especially yeah. for the Forces Choir, the Mums Choir that they um, conducted at the Albert Hall. I thought that was beautiful. But, you know, I remember back to when I was a kid and there was a teacher at school who was the head of music and he was very inspirational as well. Some of them are. Some of these conductors have always been a little bit off the... Well, I was about yes. to say unhinged because, frankly... <laughs> We're all unhinged. Lender, we're all unhinged. He was a bit weird. But he got the best results. And the school that I went to had the best choir. They used to win the festival year after year after year. Down to him. Andrea Cockerton has been named one of the 50 new radicals, which is fantastic. And we believe it's the changing UK for the better. Is that what it is? Yes, it's, it's um, there are individuals and organisations who have uh, made things better for the UK. So I think that's great. And well done to her. I also love that piece of music that was used in the piece as well, as we mentioned at the beginning. And that's the soundtrack to a new independent film called Magpie. That music was composed by Andrea. Very emotive music. Absolutely loved it. It did sound like the soundtrack to a film, but that would be amazing.